This is the Rhythm Authors Podcast for Tuesday, October 2nd, 2012. Episode 41, A Half Half Hour of Power. Welcome to another edition of the Rhythm Authors Podcast. I'm your host, Mistaken, joined as always by my co-host, Sound Defense. I'm Sound Defense, <laughs> and I finally decorated my room. Yay! That's Skyward Sword in the background. Yeah, I've got like three different Zelda posters up here because they were giving them out on Club Nintendo. I also have... <laughs> and I one. took them. <laughs> yeah. Of course I took them. I, I like three things. <laughs> There's also a baseball poster, and right above my computer is Crisis on Infinite Walkie Verses by David Willis. Oh, that thing. Yes. What did... I, I guess, I don't know, for some reason, he'd been posting on his Tumblr about that, like, back, uh, like constantly, oh, and yeah. it never registered in my mind that he was selling it. <laughs> yeah. They went pretty fast, too. It was like a day. Okay, so they are limited print. They aren't, like... Yeah, they are. Okay, I figured... I don't know why that never registered in my mind. Like, just <laughs> I'm just going to draw this big complicated thing for no reason. <laughs> yeah, I was like, is he just drawing this, like, put in his house? <laughs> it's just, it's just actually like a six-foot mural. Yeah. It's, it, it is awesome, though. It is. I like looking at it. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> best character Best character in the, in the show has uh, good placement, which I like. Yeah. So... So poster podcast. Poster podcast. Um sound offense not sound all right, first of all, I have a cold. <laughs> or I'm coming off cold, so my nose is stuffy. Gotcha. Um so I might cough and or sneeze and or explode into mucus onto the screen. <laughs> so if any of that happens, I warned you. No. I warned you. <laughs> um But we don't have a whole lot of time for that to happen, sound offense. Not really. We got kind of a short podcast today. We got possibly the shortest podcast we'll ever do today. It's not <coughs> a podcast here. Yes, because we are talking about one song. We got. And got why? And why are we talking about one song? Let's hold off. We gotta. We gotta build to the song sound effects. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't gonna say what the song was. Oh, okay. That's what you're gonna do. What are you gonna say then? I was. I was gonna say that we got songs, but. They're not in the store yet. They're in the in-between between no song and buy song. We have six or seven songs in peer review right now, of which I think about four of them are like a couple votes away from being released. So a month from now, we, yeah, a month from now we should have a much larger podcast. But for this month, it is a much shorter podcast. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Sound offense. Let's not dilly-dally any longer. What is the only song we're talking about this week? The only song we have is by A Day to Remember. It is called Sticks and Bricks. And 
And that was a taste of sticks and bricks by a data remember sound offense. What do you think about what do you think about sticks and or bricks? Uh, I find that bricks make a much better uh, housing material than sticks. Generally, you stole my I, joke. Sorry, about, <laughs> you really sorry stole about my that. joke with that it, one. <laughs> it, it, it was an easy one to make. I'm sorry. It was an easy joke to make, which is why I was going to make it. <laughs> I, I, I should have known better than to let you try and take that one. Yeah, <laughs> right, my, my, whatever. We'll, we we both are smart enough to make the cool joke. <laughs> to make the cool comedians. jokes. What about the songs? It's interesting. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure quite what to think of this song. It's, it's interesting <laughs> seeing both sides of a day to remember come together in the same song, which is not very common. It's like somebody spliced together uh, better off this way and second sucks into the same song. Yeah, actually, since, since we're going to switch this out, <laughs> sure. tell a story about second sucks. I was at QuakeCon. And uh, there was a guy there, sort of, um, sort of metalcore-ish look to him. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. So, so and uh, he wanted to do, he wanted to sing some of Day to Remember stuff, and all do right. all the, and do all the screamy stuff. <clears throat> and so we sang "Sang It Sucks," right? Yeah. And then I was like, "It's kind of funny, you know." This dude's like way into it, and everyone's like, "Yay!" You know, because he's good at it. And then uh, I walked up to him afterwards, just playing drums for it. I walked up to him afterwards, and I was like, you know, uh, I helped put that song in the game. He goes, what? I go, yeah, yeah, I work for Rhythm Authors. We're a company. We put songs in Rock Band, and Second Sucks is one of the songs I worked on. And he gave me the biggest hug I'd ever gotten <laughs> at a convention before. And he was like, thank you so much. I really hope you get more. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. And it turns out we did get more. Yeah, it turns out we did get more. And I hopefully, I know he's not watching this. But <laughs> no. hopefully he will see that and maybe pick it up. But uh, as for sticks and bricks itself, uh, yeah, it's it's a lot of there's a lot of heavy screaming in this. Um, the verses are all screaming and then the choruses are all singing. Yeah, pretty much. It's the transition can be a little jarring the first time you see it, but uh, a couple choruses in, it feels a bit more natural. I guess. Yeah, you get used to it. Um, are there any <coughs> instruments that stood out to you, sound offense? Uh. The drums are always a standout instrument on a day to remember songs for me. It's like, mm -hmm. you know, it, it's interesting because once again, the instruments, they are also changing their styles whenever you go from verse to chorus. So there's, it's like two different drums to talk about almost. <laughs> How so? Tell me, explain. Well, you, give like, me you the skinny. Okay, so like you start off the song, it's just screaming and uh, it's... There's one band or other that we, after the burial. It was after the burial style. Whoa. Stuff. Oh, Whoa. Man. Move out from there. I'm back. <laughs> How's it going, internet? But anyway, it's, how's it going, internet? <laughs> so, it's how how do I say this? I knew how to say this before Mr. No, Smith came up to this. I'm screen. just I'm thinking about like. <laughs> A guy on stage just like yelling out, "How's it going, internet?" And he holds out the microphone for the internet to yell back. <laughs> but it's like five people, and they're like, it, "It's like five people and twenty computers." Nice. Anyway, you were talking about drums and how they're yes, different. I, yes, I was. It's like if you've seen an After the Burial song, you'll know that a lot of the time the guitar, the bass, and the bass drum are all sort of colluding on this uh, strum pattern. 
where it's just like do 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 sort of thing, and they're all mm-hmm. playing it in sync, and that's sort of what we have going on for the verses here. So that dominates the drums at one point, and then when you get to the choruses, it is you know totally different beast. It's more standard rock beat, more mm-hmm. or less. That's true. Um, it, it is very rhythm heavy. The verses, mm-hmm. verses are really all about the rhythm, especially and the bridge as well. Um, the drums for me, I mean, there's a lot of like really intense fills in this song. There are um, a lot of fills during double bass patterns, fills that are like you're gonna use both your hands, so it'll be like uh, you'll be rolling on the snare, and then you'll hit a tom, and then you'll have two snare hits, and you'll hit the hi hat. <laughs> Uh, those are some of my favorite fills, the ones that throw the hi-hat in there like that. Yeah, and he hits the hi-hat with his left hand, so that means if you're playing it on a rock band, you either have to be have to be coordinated enough to do that, hit it with your left hand, or you have to like double-stroke with your left hand and hit it, and then double-stroke again out of it. So yeah, it makes for a really difficult pattern. Well, uh, that's assuming you don't have pro drums. No, I'm saying you'd have to be coordinated enough to hit the hi-hat. Oh, yeah. Because some, some people just can't do that. <laughs> oh. They get well, their their mind their mind breaks <laughs> when they have to go hit a hi hat with their left hand. Yeah, that like like if you're not practiced, I can see that. You you know E Pro from Rock Band Two, how you had to master the the disco beat. I yeah. could not do that when I first started. I would do all of that with one hand. Screw that. That's like that's like I bet pretty hard playing it. <laughs> yeah, it, it was really painful. I swear he just does that to to taunt us. Um, as for the other instruments, I mean, we talked about vocals a bit, um, yeah. mostly screamy, but there's some really great harmonies in the choruses. It is. Um, just if I can say something quick about, well, no, as long as can. we're extending this podcast artificially, <laughs> it's like watching uh, in the chorus something that doesn't happen all the time in A Day to Remember songs, how you have sort of a back and forth between some of the vocal lines and other ones, and we do get some of that in the chorus mixed up with harmonies at the same time and it is pretty cool to listen to and sing totally and then uh guitar and bass are pretty basic there's no solos um but i mean the guitar is pretty varied there's some good hopo chains and stuff like that uh but do you have anything else to say about dicks and brooks um well there i did notice that one thing that comes in during the choruses is a keyboard part Oh yeah, it does. I totally yeah. forgot there's a keys part. It's hard. It's hard to hear, so it it won't jump out at you. It's like sort of softer piano, but there is definitely a keyboard part in this song, and it's kind of slower. It's not particularly difficult, but you know, mm-hmm. it, it's it's just it's fun watching the contrast between the verses and the choruses in this song. It amuses me endlessly. <laughs> yeah, it does sort of feel like two songs. You you say two songs sort of merged. Yeah, pretty this much. This is one song. This is one song. Oh, this is bad. This is just bad. <laughs> Merch. Yeah, we're we're sort of out of shot here. <laughs> um. So other than that, do we have any other thoughts? I'm sort of spent on thoughts for this song. Well, I hear that there's some cool venue stuff going on. Oh yeah, that's right. I did venue, and it's pretty dope. Yeah, he's, he's anyone, very proud of one transition in particular. Yeah, anyone who hasn't uh, seen the venue in in full yet, you'll see. If you're watching the video, you'll see part of it. But uh, go check out the, the full video. It'll be linked in this. You know, it'll be linked here. It'll say, click the view both video. Uh, and then at the very beginning, uh, the dude does his sort of like intro screamy bit. And he goes, woo! I really hope that gets caught in the thumbnail. Um, <laughs> and then during that transition, it goes from a sort of muted color palette 
to fade into space whoosh, which is, my, which is one of the best things you can do where it sort of kills the frame and then fade and then uh, sort of mixes all the colors. And then when it fades out of space whoosh, it's in a photocopy um, black and white hard contrast filter. Is that is that like what we did at the end of Veil Illumination Part Two, or am I thinking of something else? Yeah, the yeah the slow sort of keys with the yeah yeah that's space whoosh. Gotcha, that's a cool effect. <laughs> it's technical terms that harmonics is defined for us like space whoosh. Space whoosh. <laughs> uh, I also forgot to mention my favorite lyric of all time from a Day to Remember song, which what is, is uh, I don't remember the exact lyric entirely, but it's the. Um, something about his inspirational quotes of how he never gave up <laughs> I, I just think that that lyric is really funny every time I hear it I laugh <laughs> I did not notice that lyric I did notice the lyric my heart is filled with hate I was just like wow that's that's actually a really bad lyric <laughs> yeah I think the, the lyric about uh, with my inspirational quotes of how I never gave up it's really funny and Dude, really you good. You can't just say inspirational quotes in a song <laughs> like this. I think you can. And I think it's really awesome. Uh, so that I think we've I think we've exhausted our um, yeah our use of this song. I, I don't know if I can say anything more about it, or else I will collapse. It's true. So I guess we'll just have to go into outros. So. This has been a very shortened edition of the Rhythm Authors Podcast. If you'd like to know more about us, you can go to RhythmAuthors.com, subscribe to us at, at YouTube, at YouTube slash RhythmAuthors, or at RhythmAuthors on Twitter. And if you'd like to know more about the Rock Band Network, you can go to RockBandNetwork.com or Creators.RockBand.com. If you are interested in me or anything that I do, I have a Twitter account at, at the Sound Defense, and I'm also on YouTube at SoundDefenseRB. And if you would like to know more about me, you can find me on Twitter at @mistaken. That's M Y S T A K I N. Sound offense. This has been really short, but maybe people will dig it. I don't know. Maybe they like not hearing us talk more than they like hearing us talk. That would be depressing. <laughs> yeah, that, that would. This is our final episode of the Rhythm Mothers. Welcome podcast. to the final episode of the Rhythm Mothers podcast, where sound offense and mistaken cry about everything. <laughs> I need a drink. <laughs> Do you remember the the daughter of the the daughter of the king in the daughter of the king from Rohan in two. Uh, that's the 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 one that's like is is capable of swordsmanship. Oh yes, that one. Uh, there's a neat scene with her in it that sort of felt like a sort of feminist thing to me. So I yeah. decided to like Google it to see if anyone else had said anything about it. So I googled feminist and the two towers, and what came up was uh. It sounds like a horrible thing to search. Why would you do that? <laughs> what feminism in two towers? Whenever you search feminism, you are bound to get some very rage-induced responses. <laughs> oh, it's pretty good. Wait till, you, wait till I tell you what I found. Okay. Uh, the top response... I didn't find anything, sadly. But the top response was um, a Christian movie review site. <laughs> oh, boy.
talking about only end in tears. Talking about two towers not worth watching because it's impure. <laughs> impure. Yep. <laughs> much like as he, as he says in his review, much like the first movie, <laughs> this is too impure to watch. Wonder what they think of Harry Potter. <laughs> Probably the same thing. I just thought it was really funny. <laughs> That's the first response for feminism two towers. <laughs> 